What's up, Ego Hackers? Welcome to the show. I just decided to randomly go live uh, here on Monday, August uh, 22nd, 2022, because we like lots of twos in our date. And to celebrate the amount of twos in the date, I decided to go live. No, that's that's actually not the reason, but I mean, I figured, why not? Why not do it? So yeah, um, I wanted to talk to folks about something that had happened that basically nobody knows about or we haven't really told anyone except the CS Joseph Discord because that's what we got. Um, the Discord is utterly fantastic. In fact, I might actually um, bring it up right now and uh, share it with you folks. Uh, but for those of you that are completely unaware, uh, the new version of Ucha just dropped, which basically continues to be the absolute best personality test on the internet. And I, for one, am very happy uh, to have that uh, opportunity. So let me uh, bring up uh, the opportunity to present it to you folks. Let me bring up the Discord so that you guys have the Discord and are actually able to look at it. So yes, this is our uh, Discord community uh, for the Ego Hacker community. If you are not on this Discord, what the hell are you doing? Uh, here is uh, the link to the Discord right now. I am putting it in the chat. That is l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e forward slash C-S Joseph. Scroll to the bottom of the list of links and click join our Discord community. This is kind of like an important thing. Now, just realize that when you join the Discord, you're going to get like an annoying, uh, an annoying message uh, from this guy right here, Alt Dentifier. Yes, you are on TV. Apparently, uh, everyone on Discord wants to be on TV too, so they are welcome to do so uh, if they can actually see it. So let's see here. Okay. Nope. 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 All right, verification. Also, when you join, uh, gosh, it's so hard to like actually navigate because there's so much stuff in here. You gotta basically agree to the code of conduct, so make sure you guys do that. So you have to verify through a direct message with alt identifier, and then you have to accept the code of conduct, and you'll be given the roles to actually be on the server. If you have your direct messages turned off, you will not be able to receive the direct message from alt identifier, which means you will not be able to get on the server. So if your direct messages are turned off, it's not gonna work. That being said, if for some reason you're still having issues, whatever that would be, then I highly recommend you email support at csjoseph.life to be able to get on the Discord server. So it's important to be on the Discord server. Uh, we have like over a thousand uh, members now. That's pretty cool. A uh, thousand members, nice. They're all pretty very active. If I was to actually prune the server for inactivity, maybe 70 people would be considered inactive based on our metrics. So why are you not getting in here? Also, I wanna point out a particular channel that is the Octogram uh, channel, uh, which is basically the uh, Ego Hacker community's version of Enneagram. Uh, we're getting rid of Enneagram replacing with Octogram because it's more accurate. 
one of the problems that we have with the Neogram is that Neogram is ultimately focusing on uh, ego as well as nurture, so nature and nurture. And a lot of people combine the MBTI with the Neogram. So you basically have two parts nature and one part nurture, which is wrong. It ends up mudding the waters. So Octogram is basically nurture only. And when combining it with four sides of the mind, you have your nature and you have your nurture. So all of the bases are covered. But there are only two places within the ego hacker community that Octogram is discussed at length with information. And that is in the Discuss Octogram channel here on the Discord. And also in the journeyman uh, area of our uh, website, uh, which I believe can be found here. If you guys are not familiar with it, uh, got to go to the members portal. It's right here csjoseph.life forward slash portal, get into the journeyman thing. But if you're not a member, well, just click the not a member button and then boom, you are here on our sales page. It's only 29 bucks a month, okay? So it's pretty awesome. It's pretty badass. Also, Acolyte, for those of you who want to upgrade to Acolyte and have me make uh, videos about your questions. Uh, so might want to do that. That's pretty fun. And then also we have all of season 19 and season 14 part one contained in the discover XYZ type uh, areas. So if you want those private lectures, you should get that. But anyway, what's the point? What is the point of all this? I want to show you guys a new version of Ucha. All right. New version. It's got a whole new interface, a little bit easier to use. Uh, yeah, I know the interface looks like crap in a lot of areas, but in some areas it does not uh, look like crap. So Going up to test, you go to type others, check this out. It's pretty nice. You can turn the hints off, turn it on. Still has the uh, standard features that we had previously, which is pretty great. Uh, and uh, it's completely interactive in terms of, you know, the type grid and the standard look. And then we have the temples. So you can actually use this tool to type people based on temples envy and, and compassion types, satisfaction types. Reverence types, vainglory and modesty types, gluttony and prosperity types, lust and charity types, intimacy types, pride and humility types. It makes it very easy to understand which temples people are a part of and not. And granted, we also have our hints button with our lovely explanations. One thing I would like to say though, you have the download button here to be able to download the companion guide. This has the most up-to-date version of the type grid. It is for free. You can get it on Ucha. You can download it. The one that is available on the front page of our website, which I will go to right now. Okay, so here it is, front page of website. There's this companion guide button right here. Well, guess what? That is the first edition, or uh, so that's out of date. The most currently up-to-date one is within Ucha. And you can download that here, which explains everything in the standard area of the test. Third edition will have the temple information and maybe Octogram, but Octogram may actually be pushed out to fourth edition for the companion guide so you guys can understand how to type yourselves and others. All of this information will be made available to everyone. Uh, so yeah, it's here. Use it. Use the, uh, the tips buttons or the hints buttons and get educated on what all of this stuff means. Now, if you guys have noticed, we also have a whole new test mode called Type Yourself. 
lot of this has caused an extreme amount of controversy uh, within the ego hacker community, like a big amount of controversy because it is challenging people's ego investments and causing a lot of trouble. So it's, um, it's, it's very fascinating. The download is annoying. Okay, let's find out why the download is annoying. Okay. Um, I, I don't, I don't see how the download was annoying. I just clicked the button and it opened up a PDF and then you could save it. I, 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 I literally, I, I don't get it. Why, why is that hard? We just, we just, we just clicked the button. I mean, you know, wow. It's showing me all of the initiating versus responding types as if, you know, that was like on the software and providing examples. No way. But, you know, as cool as this is, let's actually move forward. Check these out. This has been like heavily asked, asked for a long time ago. But here you go. Up-to-date definitions of cognitive functions listed by type. Although, fair warning, though, we do know that there is an error on the ESFJ page. The ESFJ page has uh, its demon and its uh, hero switched. So, obviously, those are wrong. We're going to get that fixed and get it updated. updated. We also have uh, the nice, lovely uh, temple symbols in here is, is awesome. So cool. But yeah, you guys like uh, definitions of cognitive functions? Well, they're here in the companion guide. These are up-to-date definitions with immature and mature listed, hero versus warrior, teenager versus parent, child versus youth, infant versus toddler, Enemy versus ally, cynic versus sage, trickster versus master, and demon versus angel. Who wouldn't want to do that? Not only that, a nice list of synonyms to help explain what these things actually are, right? Okay? Who wouldn't want that either? So, yeah, get the companion guide. Get educated. It'll get you up to date on all the most, all the newest stuff. And, like, as we continue to grow the community and whatnot, the companion guide is going to morph over time. Eventually, it's probably going to turn into a big freaking book. It's already got 60 pages of visuals in it, and we still haven't even added the temple content. We still haven't even, and temple content includes deadly sins, living virtues, cognitive origins, shadow poles, uh, aspiration poles, five different sections. That's going to be a ton of pages to be added to the companion guide. But on top of that, we still haven't even added octogram which will have a main octogram section and talking about subconscious development, unconscious development, subconscious focus, unconscious focus, and then definitions uh, and examples of each of those four, as well as um, I would like to say stories that would be explaining how people end up becoming uh, their human nurture ends up developing each of their uh, sides of their mind in that certain way, their personas, basically their personalities, via human nurture. So we're gonna be going into depth and off the gram inside the companion guide. So those are, that's probably third and fourth edition coming out, just to let you guys know, but we have the second edition available. And for all of you out there who like to whine about, uh, about whether or not I give uh, credit to uh, Dr. Linda Behrens, uh, yeah, there it is, giving her credit, you know. Oh, God forbid, oh my God. Oh my God, she's she's in Chase's bibliography. She's always been in Chase's bibliography. Okay, like it's always been here. Stop whining. It's annoying. Okay, like seriously, stop whining. Like no one cares. Okay, so 
yeah. Guess what? All of the resources utilized in putting together uh, this document with the absolute most important resource being this book, Ion by Carl Jung, which is the number one source uh, behind the four sides of the mind. Please consider it. Um, first five chapters is, is actually the prime source material for the four sides of the mind. The remaining chapters, chapter six on, is his analysis of the archetypes uh, relating to Jesus Christ. So not sure if that interests you, but at least the first five chapters is our main uh, source material for the four sides of the mind. And most people think I just made it up. No, take it up with Carl Jung. Maybe he, maybe Carl Jung made it up. I, I don't know. Maybe that happened. I don't know. It, it could be. It's possible, you know. So just realize that these things are here, you know, and acknowledgments, you know, including my, uh, my two uh, mentors that I talk about oftentimes here. So get familiar with the companion guide. Enjoy the painting, companion guide. Just get it done. But here is the new test mode within Ucha. So you guys might want to get a, get familiar with this. And right now, we're actually going to take this uh, test right now with yours truly. And I'm going to walk you guys through each of these decisions so you actually can understand how to do them in case that there's like any question. A lot of people within the community are confused. But please understand the type yourself mode of the test is actually really about uh it's for new people joining the community for the people who are already in the community i recommend using the type others mode and that's just kind of where that's going but i have to admit uh the type yourself mode has caused a lot of drama and upheaval within the community to which i say good it's about damn time because like so many of you are so caught up in your ego investments when it comes to um um, hold on, I need to turn that on. There we go. Stupid notifications. Okay, no, you will not get a skip button in this version of the test. You cannot get a skip button. We're not gonna give you a skip button. And no, it's not, you are going to have to learn how to take the test as is. And you know, if you're, if you're having a hard time, you could ask for help or you could watch this live stream because that's the point of this live stream. Or you could actually bother to go to dictionary.com and actually look up the definitions of words that so you can understand. One thing though, if you are somebody who has a native language other than English and you would like to translate this version of the test for us, that would be fantastic. And we will release it in a language mode so that the first question is choose your language and then people, and it could be available to people in other languages. We will make that available but you have to be willing to volunteer and do the translation for us. And there might be some kind of reward in it for you. I don't know, like a coaching session or something, who knows? But if you're interested, email support at csjoseph.life so that we know about that. All right, cool. Uh, so, ah. Uh, all right, so let's let's look at this. Um, so let's let's discuss the first question. Um, these questions were special, like they were curated very carefully. We had uh, with the last version of the test, we had over ten thousand users. I think we like broke eleven thousand five hundred users uh, with the last version of the test at Ucha.app. And uh, based on that, we were able, you know, looking at the data and whatnot, 
and the people utilizing which questions over time, it was very evident to see which questions were being utilized the most and which questions were not being utilized, especially when you're looking at this version of um, this version of the test right here. Uh, people would utilize certain vectors more so than other ones. And that kind of changed uh, the entire approach. And realizing that it was very simple to infer which members of the ego hacker community and people who are not even in the ego hacker community that were just new to the test, which, uh, which of these people were struggling on the most. So we found out that the things that people are struggling on the most was progression versus outcome. This is a huge problem. Let me give you, let, let, let's look at as to why this is the case. Why is this so confusing? Because I prefer to work, figure out a quick plan and then get moving. I'll flesh out the details as I go versus I work slowly and specifically according to plan in order to get things done right the first time. Oftentimes we realized with the old tool tips here, uh, we realized that INTJs, even though they are progression, they would constantly choose outcome. And they'd end up getting like an ENTJ result or something entirely different. This was really, really frustrating because INTJs with their NI hero have a personal bias towards certainty and certainty, AKA outcome, basically. So they were actually biased as a result of their own personal FI child ego investments to be choosing outcome on the test, which would give them an incorrect answer. They are actually progression. So progression versus outcome became a very complicated question for people to answer, mostly because our tool tips were not worded properly. And even then these tool tips, while they are an improvement, no language is perfect. So progression versus outcome as a vector in terms of typing yourself had to be completely removed, especially if it was the first test that you were going to be taking when you made a fresh account on top of Ucha, which is relevant because Ucha is going to be turning into a social media platform in the very near future anyway. So uh, hopefully we'll have social media features where you guys can actually post in your profiles and share stuff and talk to each other and have your feeds organized by type by the end of the year. We're working on it. Um, and then uh, direct versus informative, while not as difficult, it still was ultimately cut. Um, affiliative versus pragmatic, uh, it's one of the easier ones, but ultimately was cut. Abstract versus concrete was actually the second most difficult for people. It was, it was really, really hard. So abstract versus concrete in worldview was the hardest. Progression versus outcome and expression was the hardest. Second hardest in expression was direct versus informative and the second hardest in worldview was systematic and interest. So basically we realized that we had to do something about it. The expression versus the worldview questions, they weren't really helping newcomers uh, when they were taking the test and getting their personality figured out. They just really weren't working that well. Uh, now, if people have been watching my content on YouTube or listening to it on the podcast or their journeyman member and having access to all the private content, yeah, sure, they'd be pretty educated enough to be able to use progression or expression and worldview uh, vectors appropriately when interacting with the type grid. Sure, fair enough. Now, I do have to admit though, that when it comes to affinity and arsenal, these things have been difficult for people. However, given the algorithm that we are utilizing for the type yourself test, it really was a requirement to have. We have to actually look at cognitive functions in order to get there. However, we did update the tooltips to something different to help make it easier for people to know the difference between fire and wind and earth and water. 
some people, and same goes with the spear and bow and sword and mace, some people still have a, some semblance of confusion. So that's why we're actually going to be going through the test together right now. So I have the opportunity to dispel whatever confusion you folks may actually have. All right. So it's, uh, it's very uh, interesting. Yes, uh, please. Uh, Mauricio, por favor, uh, definitely translate uh, whenever you can. So uh, let's look at fire and wind versus earth and water. I'm going to actually explain these things. So I'm going to read off fire and wind first. To me, it's about what I want, making others comfortable and making an impact on them so that I'm remembered. Fire and wind people don't want to be forgotten. Fire and wind people need people loyal to them. Fire and wind people uh, like it when people stick around for them. Fire and wind also are afraid of failure and don't want to fail, right? They want to make an impact on people. They don't want to fail. They want to make a positive impact on others so that they're remembered by those other people. It's all about impact. It's all about remembrance. They want to be remembered, okay? And it's all about doing what I want. It, they, they care about personal freedom, right? What I want, their own freedom of choice, right? Versus earth and water. To me, it's about my comfort. And I rely on past experience to guide my life, right? Uh, uh, while giving others better choices to work with. These people give people choices. Now, I'm an ENTP and I'm pragmatic, which means I care a lot about my personal freedom, especially since I'm in the heart temple. And the heart temple is the temple that serves the great introverted intuition function. It serves the great fire. You could say that, that the god of the heart temple is introverted intuition, the great fire, basically. And, you know, it would, it would be difficult. The thing is, is that if I'm honest with myself, because that's what personality tests you have to get over that. You have to get over the fact that, you know, you're honest with yourself. I really do care about my comfort and I really do rely on my past experience. Here's the thing. If I'm looking at this versus this, I have to realize it's like, well, wait a minute. Do I not rely on my past experience? Maybe I'm fire and wind. You see what I'm saying? You also have to look at it backwards. It's like, okay, am I not this? Oh, what am I? All you FIT users are like, oh, what am I? What do I identify with? You don't look at this in terms of like, well, what am I not? What am I more of, right? It's a process of qualification versus a process of elimination. So you guys gotta be aware of that. Earth and water is all about what I experience. These people speak in I statements. Fire and wind, these people speak in they statements or you statements. You know, when you do this or you do that, you, 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 they say you a lot, even though they're referring to themselves. They often talk in the second person. It's kind of annoying actually. Uh, whereas earth and water people speak in the first person because they're more aware of their experience. Fire and wind people speak in the second person typically because they're more aware of other people's experiences. Okay. So that's how you differentiate between the two. So let's just choose fire and wind for the hell of it. Let's move on to the next question. Okay. So, uh, so, uh, sword and mace versus, uh, spear and bow. I try to be socially conscious when telling harsh truths. I feel accepted when helping others. I care about how well others regard me. What that also means is I care about how well others think of me. It also means I care how well others respect me. That's what that means, okay? I'm aware of my self-worth and moral compass. It's so funny to me when MACE people, FE users, think that they're aware of their moral compass. They're not. And they're always the first people to talk about morals and moral compass, even though they don't actually know about their own moral compass because their morality is entirely based on other people, AKA social norms. 
And for those of you who are really bad at using the English language, because most of you actually are terrible at using the interest-based English language, you need to understand that you need to stop conflating words and thinking that ethics and morals are the same because they are not the same. And it's really annoying to me when you folks actually think that they're the same. They're not. Don't do it. Use a dictionary or at least have the presence of mind to actually separate out specific words instead of being like, for example, those Templar types who just rely on buzzwords instead of having the patience to listen to or read an entire sentence and take in every individual word in proper order before jumping to a conclusion. God, I love them. I love Templars. Ugh. Anyway, so these people are socially aware. They are aware of social norms. These people are not aware. It says, I try to be socially conscious. So you can actually infer that these people are not socially conscious and they don't try to be socially conscious because they don't care about being socially conscious as much as these people, right? Remember what the question says, which would you prefer more? Which would you prefer more, right? Like, but, but Mr. C.S. Joseph, I'm both, I'm both. Okay, yeah, but... Which one are you more? Which one you are more of? It's not hard, okay? So I care about how well others regard me. I'm aware of my self-worth and, mo and moral compass, okay? And that could be probably written again, but spear and bow. Next. And here, the only question to have made it from expression versus worldview, the only question, this is the one question out of all of the six questions in the other mode that people ended up utilizing the most and consistently. And it's really easy to differentiate between these two. Initiating versus responding. Initiating is also extroversion and responding is also introversion. I don't care how much time you spend alone. I don't care how outgoing you are. I don't care how much time you spend around other people. If you use those as your definition as to what extroverted and introversion is, you're ignorant and actually don't know what you're talking about. Perhaps you should get educated. Oh, wait, I know. You could download the companion guide and learn all about that. Just saying. So initiating. I prefer to go to people to give or get information. I don't want to write around. So basically, let's say you spend 90% of your day alone like I do. I'm still an extrovert. Why? because I'm not going to wait around for someone to tell me what's up. I have to loop myself in constantly. I have to force others to give me in information, okay? I do not want to wait around for other people to come to me and tell me what's going on. Maybe you INTJs out there want to feel that way. It's like, oh, but I get to feel important and I want to feel respected because my reverence, I need reverence in my life. And that's why I prefer people to come to me with information instead of me having to bother to go to them because then I'm not as important or special anymore. Okay, thank you. All right, all responding people, aka introverts, want to be looped in. They don't want to do the looping. Okay, the looping are the initiators, aka the extroverts. These people initiate. They're extroverted, okay? But for the sake of this test, we're going to pick responding, aka introversion. And the final question. 
This is where the community got was like, whoa, what is this? This is something completely new, something we've never seen before. Yeah, because a lot of you folks are not at csjoseph.life forward slash members. A lot of you folks are not journeyman members. If you were journeyman members, you would be aware of season seven, part two, where we are discussing the deadly sins, living virtues, and ultimately the cognitive origins, which this section is based on. Cognitive origin is the absolute best indicator of personality ever. Why? Because cognitive origin never changes, regardless of your age, regardless of your cognitive transitions, regardless of your cognitive development or your cognitive focus, regardless of your octogram, it doesn't matter. Your nurture, your gender, it doesn't matter. Cognitive origin always stays the same, period, end of story. It doesn't matter. It's always the same. Okay, maybe if you had some head trauma, but that's a maybe, a very, very, very maybe. Otherwise, it does not change. It is always the same your entire life. And which would you prefer more, purpose or reverence? So these are actually really hard to define. Cognitive origins are very hard to define. So we had to utilize chosen synonyms with the most important synonym being bolded, ambition or respect. It's so interesting to watch INTJs because they're like, yes, I am ambitious, but I like respect more. And I'm like, yeah, I know you do, right? Because if I was gonna pick purpose right here, this would tell me I'm an ENTJ. If I was going to pick reverence here, this would tell me I am an INTJ. INTJs want to be cherished. They want to be noticed. They want to be adored and venerated. They want to be admired. They want, it's all about dignity for them. Yeah, they're aspirational. Sure, they have goals. Yeah, they're determined. Yeah, opportunity. Yeah, sure. I am all these things because I'm an NI user, but I care more about respect. They see, they seek respect. They prefer respect more. They want to be respected. So they choose reverence. And then boom, INTJ, not hard, okay? My INTJ, right? Let's do it again, folks. Let's do it again. Earth and water, for me, great. Sword and maze, because I'm a TIF user, great. I'm also initiating, great. Oh, we have a different, different selection here satisfaction versus discovery. Now, if I was to look at the first word, oh, I see fulfillment. Yeah, I like that. Ooh, exploration. I like exploration, but I like fulfillment more. So I'm going to choose satisfaction naturally. Oh, look, I'm the ENTP. Congratulations, me. See what I'm saying, folks? You know, let's, um, let's do, let's, uh, let's do something different. Um, let's go to, um, let's do fire and winds. Let's do Spear and Bow. So this is obviously Wayfair. Let's do Responding to the Introverted Wayfair. Okay, so which of these introverted Wayfarers are left? We have the Purpose one, the Purposeful Introverted Wayfair, that's an ISFP. And we have the Reverent one, which is the INTJ. This is ISFP versus INTJ. Interesting. What's so interesting about ISFP versus INTJ, folks? Oh, that's right, they're conflict types. They don't like each other. And in order for this test to have the absolute best chance of actually working, having to reduce down to their conflict types, so you have the type where they're like, ugh, versus the type that they actually are, 
it really becomes an easy distinction, okay? So purpose for the ISFP, and then we can hit the start over button and keep going. This is why we don't have a skip button because this is the skip button is not supposed to be here. This is how this test works, all right? Four questions. Yeah, you have to be honest. You know, you FI heroes have to be willing to let go of your ego investments for once. Your FI childs out there, FI heroes and FI childs will have the hardest time taking the test because their entire self-worth, their entire identity is based on their ego investments with INFPs having the absolute hardest time taking the test in this format. Because anytime their ego investments are challenged, it is akin to them losing their identity. And that's why they react so negatively to it every single time, okay? Don't be like them and actually be willing to be honest with yourself. And of course, if all else fails, do it with a friend, right? Or a family member, because they're definitely gonna be way more honest with you about you than you are ever going to be honest about you to yourself. You might wanna be aware of that uh, phenomenon. So anyway, folks, this test is the most accurate test we ever, ever released because we're utilizing cognitive origin and reducing down to conflict types, which is pretty awesome. This in effect makes ucha.app and I'm putting, uh, and I am putting the uh, link in the chat right now, ucha.app, go ahead and uh, go ahead and check it out. Um, so go for it, go for it. Go ahead and take the test, make an account, get educated, get the companion guide and help yourself. This makes this, this uh, now four question version of the test makes the test very shareable and allows anyone to come to a better understanding of themselves as a result. Awesome. Who wouldn't want that? And Octogram will eventually be released, which will become questions five and six added to the type yourself area. And then everyone have their Octogram added to their account. Uh, when we release our sim, uh, it's, it's a Kickstarter like campaign for the software development. The first tier that will be available will be for you to purchase the ability to use the Octogram questions so that your profile, when this becomes a social media platform, will actually show your Octogram on it. Uh, so yeah, and that will be a paid feature and uh, there'll be other paid features as well. Like, you know, verified badges and whatnot kind of might want to want me kind of might want that just saying uh also those of you who are already cs verified uh you will end up getting those badges because i believe tier four will be a verification section with one of our coaches or myself to verify you and that will be added to your account for all to see and uh yeah and it's going to be pretty cool. And the founder's badge is going to be pretty nice when it's also goes social media having a founder's badge. So, and for a while, when it's social media, folks, it's going to be invitation only. Only an existing member can invite people to the platform. Not just anyone will be able to sign up. So keep that in mind as well. So anyway, folks, uh, thanks for watching uh, this particular stream. I hope you enjoyed it. It's just here to help explain how the new test in Ucha actually works and to arm you and educate you on how to use it yourself or use it for other people so that you guys can get a more accurate result. So anyway, folks, thanks for watching and I'll see you guys next time.